Service Delivery Watch on the Morning Bliss. So uh, for uh, a couple of years now, in fact, not even a couple, let's say, uh, for 40 years, South Africa has had a nuclear power station. Very uh, much talked about, and a lot of people don't understand what nuclear is, uh, is about, but we all want to have electricity because now we realize that the electricity crisis in our country is real. A lot of our service delivery issues are around electricity not being available and um, the, the ripple effect of safety when there's no electricity. 2024 will mark exactly 40 years of having a nuclear power station in the country. But what does that mean? What does 40 years of having Kuberg nuclear power plant in South Africa mean to you as a South African. What does it mean for our future? What does it mean for our current state, for our economy, for safety in our communities? We are talking to Princess Mtombeni, who's a nuclear communication specialist and a founder of Africa for Nuclear. Thank you very much for joining us this morning, Princess. Good morning, and good morning to your listeners. You know, I remember the first time I encountered your greatness in person, right? Um, despite knowing the work that you're doing on the ground. It was at, at uh, St. Petersburg during the Russia-Africa Summit. You were in a panel of about five people, and the only female in that panel, the only black person in that panel, and I asked myself, how did a young, beautiful lady get into such a very technical space? So maybe tell us about that first. Thank you so much. Yes, I met you there. And that was the last time we spoke. And I'm glad to be here today. Oh, my word. How I got into the space, for me particularly, it was a mistake. Because I was looking for a job. And then I get told that... I need to go for an interview to this nuclear facility, which was at that time almost 100 kilometers away. And arriving there, I did not even understand what nuclear is. And I mean, having learned uh, since my arrival at Nexa, I learned what nuclear is about. And I started, you know, attending all these training uh, courses that are available uh, in the industry globally. And, and, you know, until then, I, I mean, I, I sat down, I realized that there's a lot that as South Africans, we are deprived of um, a lot of information that as South Africans, we are deprived of, and especially things that matter to us, things that would change our economy. And then I said, you know what, let me shoulder the responsibility of going out there and educate uh, people about nuclear and, and all these applications that are available. Now, That's for, how I got into the industry. So very interesting, very, very interesting how you got into the industry. Um, but we are looking at our crisis in South Africa, the electricity crisis. Is there an end in sight? Yes, there is. There is definitely. We we just need decision makers in South Africa. I mean, if, if you take a look at what is happening now with a stage one of load shading, and you look at Kuber nuclear power plant, which gives you about what? almost 2,000 megawatts of uh, electricity capacity. That is like two stages of load shedding salt. Imagine 
if we had more than one Kubek. But uh, Princess, a lot of people are worried about the impact of nuclear energy on their health. We've had nuclear energy in South Africa for over 60 years and many of us are still alive and it has not affected anyone. We need to give credit ways due and credit is due to nuclear workers in South Africa who have operatedly uh, who have safely operated Kubek Nuclear Power Plant as well as South African Nuclear Energy Corporation. I get, you know what, that means more education is needed um, so that we as South Africans understand what an, a proper energy mix would be. Because right now, there's this one nuclear power station that has been around for almost 40 years. People are still saying no to nuclear energy. However, there's also the other side where people are saying anything just for us to have energy. How can we make sure that there's a, a, a good mix, renewables, nuclear, and, and uh, fossil fuel energy within our environment? It all starts with the policies. You know, South Africa have these policies. We are good in writing policies, but when it comes to the implementation uh, of those policies, then we are horrible. We have the Integrated Resource Plan 2019, which is currently due for review. And that IRP 2019, it advocates for an energy mix that includes coal, gas, nuclear, as well as renewables. Uh, but then it, it, I don't know where the difficult, uh, difficulty is in implementing it. So you are correct in saying we need an energy mix. Uh, but when we look into where the globe is going, they are going uh, cleaner energy sources. And Nonkululego, I can tell you now that every country that has plans to decarbonize their electricity are relying on either nuclear or hydro or a combination of both. And South Africa has limited capacity uh, for hydro. So we, we really need to look into where the globe is going and how then as a country uh, uh, we are going to, to contribute into ensuring that uh, the globe meets their target of net zero carbon emissions by 2050. Yes, we have done some attempts um, such as uh, developing what they call um, what the Just Energy Transition Investment Plan, which was uh, presented at COP27 last year. Now, going into COP28, I'm wondering what our government is going to present there because we already have the JET IP, um, uh, which, re- uh, by the way, uh, only speak about renewables and, and there's nothing else. And as I said earlier on, other um, plans equivalent to jet ip from other countries they have nuclear and hydro in them but then ours it does not have and it, it you ask yourself where exactly are you going to get this base load electricity that we are currently getting from coal power, uh, power plants does does government uh, when um, like for instance now they're going to um, uh, you know converge with other countries to deliberate on energy issues does government include experts like yourselves who are in various um, fields of energy? Unfortunately, they don't. Sure. Uh, the only way we can contribute, I mean, I can, t- I can say that I fall under uh, public, uh, you know, ordinary public people. So the only way that we can contribute towards these policies is if we wait until they get gazetted 
by government and uh, they go through a public consultation process which uh, for me is just a you know a way of ticking the box because i wonder if they even take the public uh, uh, comments serious and incorporate them in these policies. But that's the only way that we get to com- uh, to comment, even us as professionals, unfortunately. Princess, as we close off, are there any other countries within, especially the BRICS um, bloc, that are utilizing uh, a mix of energy successfully? It's all of them. Uh, I <laughs> Except mean, South Africa. Is that what you're saying? It's all of them except us. Yes, if you ha- if you take a look at it, Russia, it, it has many nuclear power plants. Almost thirty percent of their electricity comes from nuclear. China is currently building twenty one nuclear power plants. You know, um, more nuclear power plants than any other country. So, uh, India is also building over twenty nuclear power plants. So it's just everybody except us. Well, that means another conversation is needed with you so you can educate us a bit more about this energy mix. Thank you very much for joining us, Princess Mtombeni, a nuclear communication specialist and founder of Africa.